0: So tell me, Patience, you are TalkTalk's first female field engineer. That's an amazing, amazing thing. Did you know that was going to be the case when you got the job?
1: No, not at all. To me, it was work and joining a brilliant company. Great company to work for. That was it. Didn't think much of it.
0: So where does this journey start for you back when you were a child? where, Where have you come from? I imagine you've got quite an interesting journey, more interesting than mine, I think.
1: Um, I'm old enough to have quite a journey, (laughs) I must say. Uh, Yeah, I started off uh, many, many, many years ago uh, with my dad. My dad um, was um, a telephone uh, engineer and he was an electrician as well. So uh, I was daddy's little girl, so he would take me to his uh, workplace and when he had faults uh, on a call out, I would go with him. So that's when it all started. So while whilst other people were playing with dolls, I was with his toolbox, and uh, yeah, that's where it all started.
0: Where where was this patient?
1: In Zimbabwe.
0: In Zimbabwe. Wow. So you, as yes. a little girl, were messing around telephone exchanges in Zimbabwe. What a what a great picture that is. And what did you learn? Did you did, what did you learn as a young as a young girl? You were able to connect calls or were you able to repair faults? What, what what did you learn how to do?
1: I remember the PABX. <laughs> that's all I remember from that time. Yes, he would tell me, pass this to me, pass on that, help me carry this. And he'll try to explain what um, systems were for, what the piece of equipment, what it does or what it did. I think um, that's where it all just started You know, sinking in and it was more physics books, changing bulbs in the house and, um, you know, those little things around the house I would help him with.
0: So going out with him for his work in and around Zimbabwe, it fired an interest and a passion in you for, for technical things and to learn how things worked and to be able to fix things.
1: Absolutely, and um, I remember he was saying, you need to be an electrician and I'm going to help you with applications, but then at that time, uh, I don't know what was going on in my, even though I knew I was into science, I was more geeky and nerdy, (laughs) but I just thought I needed something that was more feminine, you know, be it a PA, an eostasis, a doctor, something. I just I, I don't know what was going on, but but
0: that was just society telling you what what you thought you would you should do, I guess.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, we are taught, uh, I think, it's, it's uh, to be a teacher or to be something safe, a banker and technical stuff. for boys, you know stuff. So yeah.
0: So how did you? So then, did you? Did does that mean you ended up doing something safer, quote unquote, more feminine for a while, or?
1: Yes, I got married when I was really—I well, was quite young. I was about nineteen years old, so I did fall into that bracket of doing something that was safe, raising the kids, and um, but I felt from that time on that there was something missing. So even though I would go to work, to me it was a job, getting paid, um, doing my best. Uh, to be fair, but there was just something missing, and it's taken me years to figure it. Now, well, I don't know whether to say sadly or to say it's never too late. But I think I'm exactly where I need to be. I'm happy. I'm home.
0: Amazing. What What were the jobs you were doing? Like office work, administrative work, or what? What what were the things? What the things that you were doing for all those years where something was missing?
1: Yeah. So I've got um, set up my business twice. Um, I uh, worked for a bank. Um, I did care and support. Believe you me, I did palliative care. I was in the forces for seven years. Um, I was a chef in the army, and um, so I've got all sorts so, so of you, Let, let me get this right:
0: you were a palliative care nurse or doctor. You worked in a bank. You were in the army. <laughs> is, is, is there anything you haven't? Is there anything you haven't done? <laughs> uh,
1: well, <laughs> I bring a pool of um, skills, which is really good because I've heard uh, from, uh, I've heard a lot, oh, you're doing quite a lot. I mean, jack of all trades, master of, of none. And I disagree with that because I think in this digital world, in this amazing world, being a jack of all trades is the best because you're bringing in a pool of skills, different skills. And that's exciting in any organization rather than just boring one skill but just that's just my perception my, my view so i'm, I'm happily to have that name uh, jack of all trades master of none. but to be a master well to be a master you've got to do a lot isn't it you can't master in just one thing
0: <laughs> what was your business what were your businesses, patients
1: I did corporate gifts and giveaways in Zimbabwe. So, you know, when uh, there's a golf day, I'll do both uh, giveaways and brides and all that, branding. And um, then when I moved to the UK, when I left the army because I had an injury, a spinal injury, I decided to just set up a hair shop. So this is just a retail shop that sells hair products for um, afro-caribbean and that was an older shot but because of my physical disability it was really difficult to manage because of the fixed time of starting and finishing so i had to let that go it wasn't really working for me but i enjoyed it
0: and then there was a voice inside you which says i remember those days crawling around telephone exchanges with my dad in zimbabwe when i was a little girl
1: Yes, so uh, there's a company called Subscri- Subscription Master. Uh, I got involved with um, what they were doing, all sorts of activities and telecoms. So I would help out in um, doing some, some connections or cabling. And that's when that whole wow moment, and I don't know whether to say it was a mo- um, an epiphany <laughs> kind of moment, this is it this is what I've been looking for, and why did I stop? And then it just started from from that, and then I started working for talk talk through a uh, subscription master and iTI and I was doing plug ups in uh, zone three uh, five.
0: You'll have to explain what this means to lots of people that don't know have a clue about technical things like me patients what is what is this what what sort of things were you starting to do?
1: So I, I started with uh, with plug ups. Uh, how would you explain
0: it? that to a twelve year old? Uh,
1: well, I've got have got a nine year old and she, she knows this because I've showed her and uh, <laughs> so I wish she was here. She'll tell you about it. So um, basically, it's uh, we we connecting. Um, well, you we use a BT uh, infrastructure to connect our customers. So they can get Wi-Fi. That's in simple terms. So I go. I don't go into people's houses. I go into an exchange. I pick up the connection from BT, and then we plug outside of the connection, so we can start billing the client, and then the client starts uh, having the service. So we've got different types of plug-ups. We've got the, um, FTTC plug-ups, fiber connection. We've got copper connections.
0: So you're basically connecting, you're, you're, you're connecting our services, our network to the company, in, the, in this case, BT Openreach, who we buy off, the crucial, the crucial connection that allows everything to yes. work.
1: It is a big responsibility. It, and um, I'm so proud of uh, what I do. I love what I do because there's that um, feeling of, I've connected a customer. The customer is having a good service. I've done a good job. So it's that feeling after a plug-up. It doesn't matter how simple or how complex it is. The fact that the customer has a service at the end of the line is uh, it's wonderful. It's fulfilling.
0: And whether you're a man or a woman is completely irrelevant, isn't it? Doing the job.
1: This is what, my, this is what my da, how my dad raised me. He said there is no such thing as a man's job. And we, we may argue that, yes, some jobs require some sort of physical uh, stamina. It is true. But I feel when you genuinely love something, there is no such thing as uh, a man's job. If you have genuine interest, go for it. And that's what I did.
0: So your message is? come on, women of the UK and beyond, you know, work in tech, work as a field engineer. There's nothing to fear. You could end up loving it.
1: It's not about ending up loving it. It's, you just feel it. You just love it. It's, its um, I don't know how to explain. When you love something, you know it. If it's missing, you just know it as well, that this is just a job. There's just something missing. So I think the first and foremost is to go for something that you genuinely love. Because no matter how tough or how hard or how complex the situation is, you'll be able to, um, to manage it somehow.
0: Do you really like the technical detail? Is that, is, is that when you walk into an exchange and you see you know, the thousands and thousands of different connections and wires, large and small of different colours, that for many people like myself, that would probably intimidate me. Sounds like for you, it sparks you. It, it, it makes you think, yes, yes. I love, I love all this detail and complexity.
1: So the, the fundamentals of it really, it's, it's, if you've got that curious mind of what, how, where, so those are the questions I have when I'm in an exchange. What am I connecting? Where am I connecting it and how am I connecting? However, with all these different equipment and wires, you're trained, you know how to identify your equipment or what you need to do. But the basic principle is the same. What are you connecting? Why are you connecting? Where are you connecting? How are you going to do it? How are you going to get from A to B? What are you going to use? Sometimes it's not even when I walk, it's before that, because you've got to do a lot of planning a lot of ordering of the equipment the right equipment so it's about the right equipment the right place time so it's you've got to be organized methodical and meticulous in the way you do things
0: and the training's there to to teach you this and you 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 did that training
1: um there's um on the job training uh, of course And uh, there's some certification. I'm currently doing CCNP, which is more on the architecture side. And I'm still learning about it. But what I do in my day-to-day is the physical connection. And every day is a school day because I learn new things every day from my team. I get support from my Zoom um, colleagues and my manager. And um, I can even call Barry, who is the... The regional um, manager. If there's a, if there's an issue and I can't get hold of my manager or, or my um, my team members, so support is there.
0: Is your dad still with us?
1: No, unfortunately, sadly, he didn't live to see me start working for Talk Talk. Sadly, so.
0: But he would be so proud of you now. You could think back to those Absolutely. days when you were a little girl, and I'm looking, I'm sitting opposite you. You've got a Talk Talk shirt on, field engineer's shirt. He'd be so proud of you, you know.
1: My mum does say that every time I speak to her. She's always, "Oh, your dad would have been so proud of you."
0: <laughs> yes, and he was right. There's no such thing as a man's job.
1: He was absolutely right because um, he did see he did see something in me from when I was younger. But he wasn't a, a pushy uh, parent, so he probably allowed me to venture into other things. But I also I had a family, so I think I was just playing it safe, trying to balance, you know, home life, children and something to do.
0: And um, when you look back at that five or eight year old girl in, in Zimbabwe um, and she would see you now, what do you think she would say? Would she believe? Would she believe that you are who you are now? A mum with the family and the total <laughs> t- field engineer on the other side of the world? Incredible.
1: I I do pinch myself sometimes. I I do ask myself, how did I get here? What did Abbas, my manager, see in me? What did Barry see in me? Uh, And I'm always asking myself. And it helps me push myself further and wanting to learn more because I feel they saw something in me and I just have to prove it to myself uh, because they've already seen. By giving me this job, I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. I'm happy and excited and looking forward to uh, what challenges are lay ahead. And it is amazing.
0: That's all for today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe in your podcast app. And if you have time, give us a review. If you have a suggestion or question, get in touch on Twitter at TalkTalkGroup. You can follow us there or also on LinkedIn. Thanks a lot for listening.